get a one personal space, two personal space, three. Hey, hello, listeners. This is just a quick disclaimer for this week's episode. As anyone that's listened to the show before knows, uh, there can be some adult language, and anyone that's listening for the first time, please keep that in mind. Uh, we tend to be ourselves and not filter, so occasionally a bad word might come out. If you have any children in the room, please put on some headphones or have them put on some headphones. Thank you. You're listening to the IDP Guys with Sean, John, and Nathan, the Wizards of Fantasy Football. Your go-to source for the individual defensive player strategy. And now, three guys who could only make an NFL team on Madden. Gobble, gobble. Welcome to the IDP, guys. This is episode Jesus. 102. My name's Nathan, and I'm here with Johnny. <laughs> and Sean. No one ever gives me a heads up about this bullshit. <laughs> I decided to do that uh, ambushed with this the weekly. second before we started here. Uh, so this is our Thanksgiving special. Uh, we're paring it down a little bit because we have the... Uh, the, the mantra here of family over football. So uh, Sean's out in where you're, where are you at right now? I am in Wisconsin at my mom's house right now, keeping the dog locked away at the moment to try and make this a, a show that goes smoother, I guess. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. There you go. And then I got family that showed up uh, today. So uh, just trying to get everything together, get this show out, make sure our fans has, have their IDP, consumption for the week before uh game start and uh so we we've cut out a couple segments but we did bring back a big one which will lead that leave that reveal for a little later but let's launch right into it uh with the question of the week uh how are your season-long predictions going johnny all right so i put my butthole on the line quite a few places this year and it's actually looking pretty good for my for my tush at the moment um (laughs) Well, I don't know. Let's see. So I said, I bet with Sam, Sony, Michelle, over a thousand yards. I think it was all purpose. So I think I'm probably okay. If it's just rushing, he's at like 600 right now. So I'm guessing be- it was just rushing. Might be. It's going to be an all purpose. It's kind of an obscure number to use. Yeah. Um, so what? He's played 11 games, 600 yards. It's yeah, not, not going to make it. I don't know. We'll see. You never know. Um, Tyler Lockett over a thousand with Sean. That's going to be fine. Uh, Giants, uh, your buddy there, Eric, yeah, said that they would what get nine wins, yeah. I think it was not even like not even eight and eight, but nine, nine winning season, yes, yeah. So my asshole is completely fine with that one, yeah. Uh, and I have a bet with Wild Spicy on whether or not Carson Wentz plays all 16 games. That's gonna be interesting with the hand shenanigans. We'll see how that goes. And last week, me and Sean got into it with Beckham and Shaq Barrett, and uh, it didn't go well for me this week. Mm. Sean, season long, how you doing? I don't remember any of mine, to be honest. <laughs> like, I know my feelings on all the players, but I can't tell you exactly. Because I don't, I don't make these bets like you do. 
So there isn't really anything at stake. I'm just kind of like speaking my mind here, you know? Uh, so obviously the locket one's not going great. I stand by Odell uh, and I stand by Shaq Barrett. All right. Yeah. Nate, you make any season predictions? I, I haven't. I figured this was a question more for your update. So um, this year I didn't make too many of those. But uh, all right. Yeah. This week's news. All right. Uh, kind of a slow news week, but we'll get into it here. Uh, Nick Foles will get the start again this week. Minshew Mania put on hold for yet another week. Uh, feelings, thoughts? This is garbage. Nick Foles is not the guy of the future. Gardner Minshew might be figured out. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> if Minshew didn't have a mustache, would you feel this way? I would feel like Nick Foles offers zero long-term promise and Gardner Minshew offered some long-term promise. Yeah. All right. Uh, Eric Ebron to IR. This caused a serious spike in Jack Doyle uh, waiver wire claims this week. Uh, you guys on board with that? Yeah. Yeah. I think I dropped Doyle in a couple spots because he was a fill-in um, for my Kittle and Hawk shares. Um, and I don't know. I We'll see where, where that goes. It's probably they, worth more than your Hawk shares in redraft. Yeah, but Hawk was like my tight end two. Yeah, I guess I don't keep tight end twos in redraft usually. Right. So I wasn't going to keep a tight end three. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I'm making this move in a couple places just until Hooper gets back. So mm. I'm with it. Uh, Jerry Jones melts down, threatens to fire some of the coaching staff. Good. About fucking time. We'll see if he actually does it. He likes to have a pinata around like Jason Garrett. So I'm not seeing it. What do you guys yeah. think? Uh, it's possible at the end of the year. There are a lot of reports that. Jason Garrett may end up on the Giants. Ooh, Ooh man. that I'd be okay with that. <laughs> Knock yourself out, boys. <laughs> it sounds like there's interest from both parties. Jesus H. Wow. Christ. You, you, you know, he froze our own kicker one time, you know? Just in case, man. You never know. Yeah, yeah he's terrible. Uh, Carson Wentz to have tests on his hand. This was a couple days old, so the test probably happened. You guys hear anything? Not yet, no. All right, we'll see what happens. Ryan Griffin, the tight end for the Jets that is uh, super hype right now, has been extended. I think it was like two years, $10 million, something like that. Uh, I thought it was three years. But oh. I also think it's, uh, I think it's a fake three years because it's of how the guaranteed money is. Gotcha. Any interest still or no? I'm still not super interested. He's been playing well this year for sure. So if you're just like decimated, then yeah. But um I don't see a whole lot of long-term value there. Um, maybe that's just me, but it's not somebody that I'm buying into long-term. So I'm not willing to buy him in Dynasty. And if I have him, I definitely would be looking to sell him. But I've been wrong about these guys before. That's just my feeling on them. All righty. Uh, Mason Rudolph benched for Devlin Hodges. Uh, I don't care. Do you guys? Uh, I care a little because... This to me is them kind of telling us what they see in Mason Rudolph beyond the Ben Roethlisberger years, which is that he's probably not the answer. Because um, I mean, like you don't bench you don't bench him for a third string quarterback if you think that there's development to be had, you know. Uh, so I think that this most likely what this means is 
if for whatever reason Roethlisberger doesn't come back, he's obviously planning to right now, uh, they'll be in the market for a quarterback, and they're probably in the market for a quarterback anyway, um, just as his long-term replacement. Gotcha. Do you think this helps Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson, that type of thing? I don't think it makes a difference either way, to be honest. Yep. All righty. C.J. Mosley wants to return and play because the Jets have won a couple games now. Um, We'll see what happens. Uh, You guys interested in that? Yeah. Obviously, if he comes back, he's Mm -hmm. must play. Yep. And that would knock out Burris, I believe. Uh, Hewitt would still stay. Uh, Yeah, I think you're right. Stafford wants to play also. What do you guys think of that? Don't do it. Yeah, I don't think they should. As much as I admire him wanting to play and as much as as much as basically like, yeah, it would be great to see him come back. And I hate watching the Lions without him because it's just horrific to watch. Um, It's not good for him long term and he's getting up there in age. And I just don't want to see anything where we just lose him entirely just because of some stupid decision Mm -hmm. to bring him back in a meaningless year. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, he's an NFL player. These guys are trained to like want to be on the field. So of course he wants to come back. He wants to do his job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, not everybody's like that, I guess. <laughs> well, the good yeah. ones are, but there are plenty of people that don't feel that way, I guess. Yep. Yeah, that's probably a good move. Uh, Ryan Kerrigan, the super spotty edge guy, is a concussion. Doubtful for this week. I mean, if you're playing Ryan Kerrigan in your edge spot, you got trouble. Uh, I assume you guys aren't doing that? No. Yeah. All righty. Hunter Renfro, rib injury. I don't know if they were broken or what the deal was with this. Do you guys see this? I have not seen it. Uh, I was traveling, so I missed a lot of the football news this week. Gotcha. I mean, they said it was semi-serious, like three to four weeks at least, so. Uh, That sucks. Yeah, not great. Um. And Dwayne Haskins' arm is in a sling. We'll see. I mean, Redskins aren't going anywhere anyway, but we'll see what happens yeah. with that. Dwayne Haskins did playing not look Detroit. good either. Mm. Yeah, he didn't even look good against Detroit. Yep. You saw You saw that Keenum had to take the, was Keenum, the right? The last snap, yeah. Yeah, because yep. Haskins was in the, fan, in the stands taking selfies. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, man, come on. Oh, man, what a shit show that was, huh? Yeah. Anyway, um, Najee good to IR. Um, Quincy Williams is back. <laughs> uh, you should have known, man. Yeah, no, I should have known. Um, do we want to just do this now? Do whatever you want to do. This is like the second or third time this has happened this year. And uh, I do the Start Set article every week. And uh, I caught shit. I actually caught shit. Someone fucking tagged, tagged my article and was like, you didn't know this was going to happen? I got a zero because you didn't tell me that Najee Good was sitting this week. Like, dude, I don't work for the Jaguars. They they didn't text me. They didn't (laughs) tell me, you know? Like, and I went back and looked to see if there were articles or anything saying, Najee Good's sitting this week. Quincy Williams is playing this week. And there was one article that said that they all three would see time, Jack, Good, and Williams. And that was as specific as it got. That was from a blog. And that was from a blog. SB Nation blog. Right. Which... Sean and I have both written for those kind of blogs. Haven't you written for SB Nation? No. No, you haven't. But, like, me, writing about the Lions, 800 miles away, wrote for SB Nation. So these guys know nothing 
more than the average fan anyways. So mm. like you can't point at that article and be like, oh, you should have read this and known. Like those guys are reading second, third hand information as it is. So Right. And, and it was uh, taken from a quote from the press conference, one of the press conferences this week that literally just said, yeah, Quincy Williams might see some time this week. Not Najee Good is completely sitting this week. Um, so, yeah, uh, I don't read minds. I don't work for the NFL. So you can take that complaint, cram it right up your ass. All right? There it is. Thanks. Cameron Wake to IR. <laughs> Anyone care? <laughs> Did you see that one coming? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that one I saw coming. I knew that one was coming. <laughs> He only plays like twenty percent of snaps anyway. Who cares? <laughs> I was on my I was on my drive out here, and I'm just getting my phone blown up on Slack. I'm like, what is going on? Oh, John's going off about something right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I fucking load that start sit article with all kinds of disclaimers saying like, listen, dude, like this is a hobby. I'm doing this for free. These are your lineups. I don't set your lineups. These are just suggestions. Like, I don't want to hear it. Leave me the fuck alone if it goes south. So also stuff changes from the time you write that article too. It's like, right. I don't know. I'll like, when I look at stuff like that, it's like, okay, yeah, that looks good. And then I'll monitor everything up until game time. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. But so how many decisions did you make in that article? Oh, like 230 something. Have you calculated how many you got right? No, but it'll be around 74%. Yeah, you've been averaging about 74, 75% yeah, all correct season. all season. Right. So that means 25% every week is every wrong. Every week is wrong. Yep. And and I'm upfront about that. Yeah. Yeah. You tell everyone that and but name a analyst that gets 100% correct and I'll tell you someone who's a crackpot. Right. Or it's, revisionist. It's impossible. It's impossible to get them all correct. Like Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't be doing this for free if you got a hundred percent every time. Yeah. It just drives me nuts that like I try and head this shit off ahead of time and I yeah. still get it. It's like it's like I don't want to well, hear it. That's, that's why I just don't care about this stuff. Just yeah. ignore it, man. Like these people if they're if they're going strictly off your opinion and then are pissed off it, like they they're just stealing your work and they don't deserve the time of day. You know what I mean? Like they're not putting in any time or any sort of thought into it. So why do they get to bitch at you who is putting thought about it? So I just, I just ignore those people. They just fucking suck and they're not worth my time. Yeah. yeah I should, I should definitely be more Zen about this like Sean, but uh, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've thing, been pretty good going through I'm, the season. Right. Like, I'm, like I, I'm as far pretty, as people giving some shit, like I've yeah. seen it, you know, little clapbacks here, there, but like this guy was just, he was, he wanted you to jump in. Yeah. That's why you just block them. I don't know. I've been, yeah. I've also been doing this longer too. Like you remember the Ebron article? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, holy shit, dude. Man. Like, yeah, that stuff. It's just like people go ape shit and I don't know, you have a couple of those come out and you see the reactions to stuff like that. And then it's just like, eh, okay. So there, done that. Don't care. The season that, uh, Caldwell, Caldwell's last season that summer, I put out an article just saying that his seat was hot and I got a bunch of shit from. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. We've all been there. 
It's yeah, no, but the the amount of crap Sean caught for that Ebron article. Yeah, well, that, that was, was not, I was not on that level. That was incredible. I had to, I had to shut down my social media for a day. Just like, <laughs> like, yep, we're gonna have some beers, play some video games, and just uh, we'll take a look at all this tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wow. Anyway, last but not least, this was a late edition because I kept seeing things about it. Um, apparently, there was some kind of FanDuel collusion this last week. Um, multiple reports from many people to FanDuel customer service that of um, copied lineups on not just a couple, but like 25 to 30 entries on multiple contests all throughout Sunday. So the, the GPP, the group uh, play prize or whatever, um, like basically it's in it's really hard to find two lineups that are exactly the same in that ever um because you want to be contrarian to actually win it right yeah um but somehow there's 25 30 of the same lineup in multiple contests across that this last sunday and obviously there's something going on so that's kind of interesting so is the assumption that FanDuel basically like duplicated lineups to pay out less of the winnings is that what the assumption is i don't know man um some people are saying that it well i don't want to say what company it might have to do with um it's it's like a well-known uh if you're on twitter you know who they are um but uh yeah there's there's some thoughts that it that it's them and that they like gave this lineup to a bunch of people and everyone played it but but that doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like, why would everyone just copy and paste the lineup and put it in? Like, Ooh, people do that all the time. Yeah. Laziness, I guess. It's just weird because you never see something like that. And then all of a sudden, one week, there's like a shitload of it at once. Yeah. So very strange. And they're not like responding to it at all. They're just like, yeah, you know, shit happens. Um, Sorry. <laughs> oh, you're talking about FanDuel? Yeah, FanDuel. Well, well, FanDuel, like in one of their first years, got caught of their the yeah with the their, team actually playing right people on their staff using their algorithm yeah. to fucking play and win like yeah and it's one of those things it's a uh, not um money's involved and it's the wild west right it's the wild west it, it, it's not um the government intervention or any right. sort of like uh standards being kept and they're just making it up as they go along so yeah until le- gambling is fully legalized like nationwide yeah, and regulated it's regulations it's, yeah. that's that's the word i was looking for mm-hmm. they, there's no regulations to it it's just kind of pieced together yeah anyway thought that was weird that's it cool all right well uh let's really quick go through how we did e- uh how each of us did this week in our uh, lineups johnny okay i am in four college title games because of anthony gordon i'll get to that later uh and two third place games and i have two fifth place finishes Seven and one in Yahoo NFL, four and two in Sleeper NFL, four and zero oh in my fantasy league, fifteen and three total. Lost six dollars FanDuel, and I'm at two hundred bucks for Best Ball. John, uh, one seven out of eleven. Still, uh, still cruising in the league that we're in together. Yeah, we're 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 headed towards a uh, playoff appearance. It looks like. Yeah, what is it? You're one game ahead of me. I'm one game ahead of Joey. Which so, something like that? The DFD. Um, IDP. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm yep. I'm trying to push into the playoffs there. I just beat Cam, who's a game ahead of me. Mm. Yeah, I think you're like one game out right now with one game to go. So it's possible. Yeah, I don't know. I've got a couple of those where I'm trying to push into playoffs, but um, 
me personally, I'm I went eight and six this week, not eliminated. I was one point away from getting a bye in Scott Fishbowl for the playoffs. Not even one of my points. I needed another guy, the guy leading, uh, to lose his matchup. Instead, George Kittle had a huge game off a broken ankle <laughs> and brought this guy back from a huge deficit to win by less than one point so he could keep his spot at the top, and I didn't get my bye. Mm. So I'm probably going to lose first round of the playoffs because <laughs> I needed that. Not ideal. Not ideal. Yep. But not eliminated in my eliminator. Mm. I'm, I think there's only four of us now. Yeah, it's getting to crunch time. Yeah, so that's cool. All right, so uh, we kind of teased this at the beginning. This is our Thanksgiving special, and what we like to do on these specials is talk a little turkey, talk a little... Literally. <laughs> food, Thanksgiving meals. John, you want to... Food, food player comps. Yeah. This is, this is our go-to holiday mm-hmm. segment. Uh, we talk about the, the foods involved in each holiday and then compare them to a player. Talk about, you know, and the food doesn't have to be... Like, there's not one definition. It's like, yeah, it's what know, it means to us. Right. What it means to you personally, and then how it compares to a player. So, the best part is when we get into debates about the food. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Because who gives a shit about the players? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. It's Thanksgiving. So, let's start with the turkey. Mm-hmm. Right. So, turkey for me is reliable, consistent. It's good, not great. It's a good meat. It's not a great meat. It's a Neville Hewitt meat. Oh. You know, he's good. He's not great. He's reliable, he's consistent, but he's not C.J. Mosley, and he's not Avery Williamson. So that's I think that's a good comp for that. What about you guys? Turkey. So for me, like, turkey's the exact opposite of that. Like, turkey is the least consistent part of Thanksgiving. What? Where, like, I'm just saying, like, it's always there, but, like, so it's consistently there. But there's really good turkey and there's really bad turkey, you know, like, like if turkey's dry, it is like borderline inedible. But like there's really good turkey, too. Like we do the whole like soak it in apple cider beforehand. We make like my turkey's when that thing is done, it is not dry. Mm. And so for me, like turkey can go one way or the other. It's either really good or really bad. It's always there, but really good or really bad. So for me, it's Mike Evans. Oh, that's a great comp. Yeah. I felt good about that one. Yeah. No, that's perfect. <laughs> so this is this is what I love about this segment is we all have different definitions for our food. Turkey, to me, is what you plan your meal around. Mm. It is the centerpiece of your Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I, it's it's probably been 10, 15 years before, since I've had a terrible turkey on Thanksgiving because my family likes to cook. Um, you know, I am marrying a you know culinary chef like Mm -hmm. uh we do thanksgiving and our turkey we prepare it days in advance and brine it and all that stuff so it comes out amazing it is the piece de resistance of the thanksgiving meal so it's it's the best best one uh for me i picked joe schobert Mm -hmm. because he has been having an amazing season this year uh, and he is someone that you kind of plan your, you, you could create your team around. Yeah. Really? No, he's season. having a career year. Yeah. Yep. So there I can see it. Nice. Nice. All right. What goes with the turkey? Gravy. So gravy 
makes the turkey better, I feel like, right? Like it's a, it's an important part to making the turkey better, much like Melvin Ingram is an important part to making Joey Bosa better. Without oh. Melvin Ingram, Joey Bosa's getting double teamed. He's getting shipped off the line. They're concentrating on him. They're taking him out of the game. But when Melvin Ingram's in there, you got to worry about him fucking your shit up too. So, you know, Joey Bosa can work. So that there's my comp for gravy. What do you guys got on gravy? That's interesting. So I'm not a big gravy on turkey guy in the first place. I think that like good turkey shouldn't need gravy. Um, that said, like I don't mind I don't mind gravy with mashed potatoes and stuff. But personally, like if we're going with the it makes everything better for me, it's definitely Ryan Tannehill this year. So those players were on that offense were just unusable until Tannehill showed up on that offense. True, true. I've actually been playing Devontae Parker a lot lately in some deeper leagues. It's been fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Nice. So for me, gravy is something that you create out of your turkey drippings. So it's kind of like similar. Uh, and then it's a good pairing. It's uh, good. You pair it with your turkey and it goes on your mashed potatoes. Honestly, like if it's a really good meal, I'll just kind of sprinkle it around everything. Um, so this is probably going to put a little <clears throat> make you. Uh, uh, no, wait. So I'm going Shaq Thompson here. <laughs> it's a good pairing with your gravy and your Joe Schobert. Okay. <laughs> that is a good pairing. I like him. He's good. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. His, it's it's good to pair. You know, it's two similar players and just gravy. It's just gravy. Oh, my God. Sure. The, they are They are both having career seasons for them. So yeah. I, I could see that. Yeah. All righty. Uh, all right. What else goes with the Thanksgiving meal? Cranberry sauce, right? Cranberry sauce, uh, traditional. It's, it's always, always been there. It's part of the meal. It's, it's sweet and delicious, much like Jamal Adams. He is sweet and delicious. And, uh, man, he's been putting up some ridiculous games this year. So, uh, I don't know. That's that's the best I've got. Is he's sweet and delicious? <laughs> it's cranberry sauce. Did you eat his garbage. meat? I'd eat his meat. <laughs> cranberry sauce is really just trash. Like what? It's, it's it's just trash. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's no, it's bad. So like, here's the thing. For me, cranberry sauce is something that like. What kind of cranberry sauce do you get? Do you get it out the jelly, or do they no. actually make the sauce? Dude, we don't we don't do canned food. Come on, get out of here. <laughs> but for me, like, you have to have it with Thanksgiving, but you don't feel good about it. And for me this year, that's been Odell, where it's like, <laughs> man, you gotta start them. Like, you can't not have it, but like, you're not gonna feel good about it. Mm. Yeah, like Hopkins too. Well, at least Hopkins earlier in the year, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, Hopkins is wide receiver too now. I think. Yeah, he's he came back hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. So I've got a whole different take on cranberry sauce. To me, cranberry sauce is like if it when it's made really well, um, it can be like you you throw it in. So you, you've got your turkey and your gravy, which is all freaking amazing, and then you throw that cranberry sauce into the mix, and it just Boom. It's like even better. Uh, my girlfriend makes like she cooks down the cranberries and it's all like from scratch. Um, so it's something that, you know, 
maybe some of the analysts were looking at it and saying like, oh, not too much of a fan of cranberries. But then when you get to taste it, it's banging. That's Lamar Jackson for me. Ooh. Super sweet. Super amazing. Mm-hmm. Loving him. Um, kind of disrespected. Kind of disrespected. People disrespect yeah. I hate that you're hard. calling the fantasy MVP cranberry sauce. That just hurts. <laughs> it fucking hurts. I could see it. I, I mean, that cranberry it. sauce should have been a wide receiver. Come on. Ooh, snap. Oh, snap. God. All right. So... Uh, also involved in Thanksgiving, pumpkin pie. You skipped mashed potatoes, man. Oh my God, I'm sorry. <laughs> mashed potatoes, also involved in Thanksgiving. Uh, they're delicious, integral to the meal, right? Integral to the meal, much like Cam Jordan has been integral to like 50% of my IDP defenses this year. And I don't call him Cam Jordan in my articles anymore. I call him he who claps cheeks. <laughs> All right, mashed potatoes. <laughs> so for me, uh, mashed potatoes, like, they're consistent, they're good, and they're overlooked. You know, like, all the stuff that, like, it's not that people forget about mashed potatoes, but all the stuff that everybody's, like, putting all the thought into on Thanksgiving, the mashed potatoes, are they're easy. You know, they're not difficult. So people just kind of overlook it and forget about it a little bit. For me, that's been uh, Fournette this year. Mm. Like, you're probably not going to see him in, in top 10 dynasty running back rankings, but he's having a really solid year this year. Yeah, he really is. Yep. Nice. So mashed potatoes is, you know, that that base three items. You know, you've got your turkey, you got your gravy, you got your mashed potatoes. So this is what you're building your your plate around. And for this year... Tracy Walker. He has been that great, you know, addition to your your plate, and he's just putting up good work and filling you up. Ooh, mashed potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Love it. All right. Now we're back to pumpkin pie. Yeah. Pumpkin pie is delicious, but it can also cause diabetes, much like Minka Fitzpatrick. He is delicious, but he's big play reliant. So he'll give you diabetes when he doesn't return a pick to the house or you don't want to do uh you don't want to do Shaq Barrett for this one? No, I got one for Shaq Barrett. Don't worry about that. <laughs> oh god, here we go. <laughs> but yeah, make a Fitzpatrick, pumpkin pie. <laughs> uh so for me, pumpkin pie is really good, but it's not even it's not even the best pie, you know? Like it's definitely the one that people think of for Thanksgiving, but it's not the best pie. And so for me, that's either Jamal Williams. Uh, who quietly has been having a RB2 year in PPR, or uh, Adam Thielen, who's been outperformed by Stefan Diggs. Mm, I can see that. Nice. Yep. Yeah, so for me, pumpkin pie is it's kind of one of those symbols of Thanksgiving, symbols of the season. Um, so you're thinking about it, and like whenever you're like, let's say it's April, and you're thinking about Thanksgiving, you're like, think about pumpkin pie. So for me... Uh, that's Josh Jacobs. He's been someone you've been anticipating uh, and just waiting to get there. And he's just been sweet and a good, like, staple dessert for your team. Josh Jacobs, pumpkin pie. <laughs> this, this is, is the first time Sean's been this involved in one of these. Ridiculous. This is great. <laughs> 
I love how I can like take all mine seriously. And then I hear yours. I'm just like, this is so dumb that we're doing this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next. Uh, I don't even know if you guys do this at Thanksgiving squash. Yeah. Anyone do this? Yeah. You do this. Okay. I don't. All right. I, I mean, I've, I've seen it both ways, right? Depends where I'm going. Um, squash is fucking disgusting. I'm, I'm not a big fan, much like Shaq Barrett. Fucking disgusting. He's, <laughs> he's a piece of shit. I don't like him. All right. Ooh. He's inconsistent, um. unreliable, will let you down. Week after week, he's not even the best edge guy. I'd rather so, have TJ so Watt. So wait, we're going, we're going with unreliable. So you got, you got Shaq Barrett is squash, but Minka Fitzpatrick is pumpkin pie. How do you not see the bias here? I think Minka's only had one bad game this year. Seriously. And what did we, what did we count? Two for Shaq Barrett? No, Three? he's at four at least. I don't think he's at four. No. So I think one of the ones you were counting, he had a sack in. So he ended up at like nine points or no, something had, like that. No, he had half a sack that game. He's at, he's at four. Oh, that's right. Okay. He got half a sack. Yeah. Squash. All right. So for me, squash, uh, I never have it at Thanksgiving. So for me, it's uh, Derrick Henry, who I have zero shares of over my 11 leagues. Ooh. Are you upset about that? Not really. I don't have faith in him long term. I don't think he's that good. I think he's a physical specimen, but I still don't believe that he's a good running back and I'm going to probably be wrong on that, but that's okay. Um, I think it's just, it's far too strange for me that I didn't like him coming out. Then it took him forever to get any playing time. Then Deion Lewis was starting ahead of him. Then once he started playing, he wasn't playing very well. And then he just had a couple of blow up games and then he's playing like pretty well this year, you know, like long term, I don't think that he's a great running back. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so I guess I'm the only one that likes vegetables here. Mm-hmm. Um, squash. That's not true. Why do you say that? <laughs> um, to me, squash is ex- incredibly tasty if it's done right, you know, roasted uh, with some oil, salt, pepper, just good. Or you can mash it up and have like mashed squash. It's delicious. Um, so, but it's often passed over by the likes of like John, who doesn't eat anything green, mm-hmm. or Sean, who just doesn't eat squash on Thanksgiving. Um, so I'm going to go Dak Prescott here. He's good. He's a top quarterback, but, um, he's one of those that gets passed on. He's a later round quarterback, um, in fantasy purposes. So, but you know, once you take a bite, it's good stuff. Mm, I could see that. That's been pretty good this year. Yeah. All righty. Moving on to, uh, I don't even know if you guys do this one either. Green bean casserole. So I don't do that, but we do do uh, green beans. We do green beans with uh, oil, lemon, and almonds, fried almonds. Oh, shit. That actually sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's like the green beans soak up the lemon juice. You Mm -hmm. bite into it, and you get like that nice tang. Ooh, okay. Well, regular-ass green beans are disgusting, much like Jamie Collins in his ridiculously inconsistent production. (laughs) I mean... Over the course of the season, yeah, he's like linebacker four, five, something like that. But, uh, you know, it's 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 all or nothing and nothing in between. And I'll take the consistent floor with half the production any day of the week over those boomer bus games. You can have, like, guys with that consistent floor and then just work in a couple of those wild card guys that can just win you a week. And, you know, like, mm-hmm. if they both get those weeks every other week, you know, you got a 75% chance on any given week you're going to get one of them. 
Oh, and, and I do that. I do actually do that. This is more my bias against Patriots IDP. Um, the, the but guy, where is Shaq Barrett? <laughs> oh, it, I, I don't know. I just didn't like all the shit he was getting it, like at the beginning of the season. Like, he's going to crush the sack record and he's the greatest thing ever. It's like, no, he's not. What the fuck are you okay, talking those about? Okay, those people are dumb, though. Like, like, you can like, I don't know. There's plenty of players I like that people have just gone so far overboard on. And it, like the reverse of Ronald Jones, where I really didn't like Ronald Jones and then people went way too far one direction. It's like, Okay, I'll just buy back a little more Ronald Johnson. You know, it's it's probably going to take me a while, but I've come around on a lot of guys I used to seriously dislike. Uh, like I I have Russell Wilson everywhere this year. Huge, huge well, Russell Wilson fan. What about we go back a few years where you played in leagues where you literally could not have a Patriots player? That's correct. I was in a league where there were thirty one teams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for me. The green beans, uh, I love the way that we cook them, but uh, a lot of people, it's it's something where it's like, yeah, it's not the thing, it's not the thing you're looking forward to, and like it may not be the best thing, like green beans in general, but it's good for you. So like, it's not good, but it's good for you. Um, for me, that's Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't think he's a good NFL quarterback, but he's good for your fantasy team. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I started playing him in FanDuel a lot recently. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Go. He's good. Yeah. I've got him as a second QB in a couple super flex leagues, mm. which is good. Uh, so I'm the one that suggested green bean casserole, and the story behind it is usually the traditional green bean casserole is made with mushroom soup, cream of mushroom yep. soup. My girlfriend is super allergic to mushrooms, so it is forbidden fruit for me because I like green bean casserole, but I can't have it. Not allowed. Like (laughs) she, I can't eat mushrooms. It's, it's like a whole food group is just cut from my life. (laughs) Okay. Green bean casserole is not a food group. No, I'm saying mushrooms. Mushrooms is not a food group. (laughs) It's a food group. It's a topping. Uh, So for me, my forbidden fruit is Austin Eckler. Because at the beginning of the year, you were grabbing him in place of uh, Melvin Gordon. And then Melvin Gordon was coming back. And you didn't really know, is Austin Eckler going to still be good? Is he going to disappear? What's going on here? He's kind of forbidden. <laughs> but you keep on with it. And you know, I, can't it's been tell, good. <laughs> I can't tell what we're talking about here. Are you leaving your girlfriend? <laughs> well, no, but every so often I do get a mushroom here or there. Ooh, nice, nice. Yeah, I could see that. All righty, so that was green bean casserole stuff. You're going to be in my wedding. like I know. All right, so we've got a home stretch here. We got stuffing, right? Mm -hmm. Stuffing, mainstay of uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Could go either way, you know? It depends how it's cooked, what's in it. Um, It's much like Ronnie Harrison. Could go either way, depending if you get good Ronnie Harrison or bad Ronnie Harrison. Last four weeks, it's been bad Ronnie Harrison. Um, and there's always a cue next to it, much like stuffing. Always questionable. See, and I guess I've never really had bad stuffing. so mm, It happens. Okay. All right. I guess I've never really had that experience. So I guess my family just does a good job with the stuffing specifically. Um, and not with the turkeys? Uh, the turkeys we've gotten better with over the years. They're really good now. It's been like a stretch, like 10 good years of turkey. Ooh. Or I just hated turkey when I was younger. I don't know. It could be, it could go either way on that. Yeah, maybe. Um, 
but uh stuffing for me it's always good it's not super exciting again it's not the part you're looking forward to about the meal but it's always good um and for me that that's john brown this year it's like Mm. not a whole lot of people are talking about john brown it's like it's not like he's forgotten or anything like that but nobody's really amped up about what he's done in fantasy this year and um i think he's wide receiver 15 so high-end wide receiver too and i don't think many people were would have bet money on that so yeah i think john brown he's been good all year he's been consistent it's just he isn't exciting on your roster you know yeah yep under the radar yep yeah so for me stuffing kind of like what john says it can go it can be bad it can be good you get that quinoa stuffing and it's not very tasty or it's dry or you know whatever but it's one that you kind of look forward to and when it's done right it's groovy you know it's good stuff um, so my stuffing is Gardner Minshew <laughs> because, you know, you, you want it to be good, but sometimes it's not, <laughs> sometimes, you just want it in. sometimes people don't even make any you just, stuffing. You just want it inside you. You <laughs> want them inside you. That's it. You want to just, that's perfect. Take it by the mouthful. That uh, is perfect. That's my one dirty joke you get from me for the week. <laughs> there you go. I'll take it. Alrighty, last two Brussels sprouts. Nate Nate knows I hate these with a passion. They're they're disgusting. Ugh, gross. Much like Eddie Skidmarks Jackson. Eddie Jackson is the least reliable fucking safety on this planet. I swear to God, he only scores points through big plays, and he doesn't do it that often this year. Anyway, last year he was pretty good with that. Uh, I just don't trust him as far as I could throw him with no arms. So there you go. So I missed this one on the list. I think I missed whatever your next one is probably too. Uh, so I don't have one for this, but my take on Brussels sprouts, I actually like the way they taste. I can't stand the smell though. Um, mm. They just, they smell atrocious to me, but they actually taste pretty good. Mm. So who's someone that uh, Smells is bad. off-putting to you, but you play anyway? Oh man, let's see here. Ronald Jones. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> Ronald Jones. There you go. Oh uh, God. So I love Brussels sprouts. Um if you Is roast there them, a food you don't like? Not really. I mean <laughs> okay. in, I feel in like general scheme of things. You're talking about how you just love it. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I was having trouble. John was looking for uh suggestions of things i you know we don't like, and I really can't find any. I eat just about anything. I think it, I just was not a picky kid. Um, so Brussels sprouts, uh, toss them in oil. Uh, I like to throw a little uh, Worcestershire sauce and some, some veggie seasoning, roast them. They come out amazing. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people look at Brussels sprouts and go, ew, that could be gross. Like, um, or you might take the bite and maybe it wasn't prepared just the right way and you kind of like, hesitate and you're like oh this is kind of scary uh michael thomas for me this year amazing very tasteful but then drew Brees went down mm. and you were like oh shit like what's this gonna do yeah. so you drafted michael thomas probably first round mm-hmm. um and so you were expecting great tasty good stuff and then with drew Brees going down but um you still got it anyway. you still got it anyway so yep so 
where do the tropes come from like about brussels sprouts being disgusting so if you like boil them they smell and taste nasty okay interesting because i feel like as kids we were all like trained to believe they were also nasty nickelodeon then... <laughs> yeah okay that's probably what it is because yeah. then as adults like i don't know many people that absolutely hate brussels sprouts the other thing is when you're a kid your sense your sense of taste is like amplified and as you grow older it lessens um so we're more attracted to more flavorful foods now um Okay. Whereas like kids, you usually feed like mush because they don't like have. Don't ever have kids. (laughs) 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 Oh, Jesus. All right. Last one. Dessert column. Can't, or is this a dessert? No, it's not I don't even dessert. know what the fuck this, this is. I've never know. had it. Candied sweet, yams? Sweet potatoes? Sweet potatoes. Oh, is man. it? It's sweet it's potatoes? candied sweet potatoes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, Cooked uh, with brown sugar. Do you do marshmallows? With yeah, we do snack? marshmallows. Ooh. Yeah, marshmallows, uh, brown sugar. Yeah, it's delicious. That sounds good. Nate wrote that it's too much, gives you a sugar high or diabetes. Yeah. Okay. No, that makes sense. That's like Tracy Walker. Um, He's great, and but too much of him, especially with these injury concerns, is... Giving me diabetes because I want him to come back. <laughs> so for me, it's like it's it's dessert, but you have it with your dinner. You know, mm. like mm. at least I do. Like, do you have it as dessert or do you have it with your dinner? It's with dinner. You get like two dollops. That's okay. about how yeah, much. So, you know. so for me, it's like it's like a dessert. It's the only time that it's acceptable for dessert to be eaten with dinner. You know, so it's kind of just like a little something extra. You're already getting your meal, but then mm-hmm. you also got your dessert with your meal on top of it. And so for me, that's Lamar Jackson. Cause you're getting all that passing production. Oh yeah. But then on top of that, you get all the running production with it. Yeah. And all the touchdowns. Yeah. 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 He had a great, great game last night. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so candied yams for me, like, like Johnny said, um, too much of the sugar gives you some diabetes. Uh, and for me, that's the Patriots defense. Um, you know, it's really good for your matchups. Really good to have these uh, games where they are just destroying other teams. Um, but if that happens too much, you end up with a Patriots Super Bowl win. Mm. And that kind of sucks. Yep. Unless you bet like $200 on them before well, the season. Yeah. Well, then you're like, then that's hedging your bet because yeah we've had this argument a million times yeah he's like yeah i just paid two hundred dollars for them to not win the super bowl and i'm like no you didn't completely comfortable with that (laughs) completely comfortable (laughs) yeah all right well there we is we've got our our food comps hope everyone enjoyed that glad to have you here this time sean for this i think uh the last time we did it was during the summer for the uh we did Fourth of July with of July uh, Joey, with Joey, and, and then was, the one uh, before that was Sam for Thanksgiving. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I can't usually. Well, I can't usually do Thanksgiving, so I don't get a. I don't usually get a lot of time out here with my family. I got a little extra time this time around. Yeah. Um. So I usually only get like two, three days to spend with them. I can't take a night out and do a podcast, but this year it actually worked out okay. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of the same. I got family traveling in from like 600 miles away, so uh, they just left as I was getting everything together for this uh, to go to their hotel. But um, all right, so 
Let's break into our steak and salad, some more food stuff here. But Johnny, you want to <laughs> explain steak and salad? Sure. Uh, we, we were arguing for a long time to figure out something good and something bad as an excuse for us to talk about something good and something bad that happened during the week. And this is what we let's, came up uh, with. Let's just change it to a uh, turkey and cranberry sauce. Yeah. <laughs> but I like both of those. <laughs> I like steak and salad. All right. Yeah, I, l- I love steak and salad, except not salad. You don't all like right. salad. I you like salad. the brown salad. Yeah, I like, yes, I like that salad. Um, all right. Steak this week does not have to do with the NFL. It has to do with Anthony Gordon, who threw for 600 yards, six touchdowns, and had 50 completions. He Jesus. scored 81 fantasy points in three or – I have him in five leagues out of eight. Um, and one and three of those are super flex. So I paired him with like a couple of, I don't know, like other people. doesn't matter who it was. So how many assholes did you blow out? Uh, I was supposed to lose. I wasn't supposed to be in any title games. I was yeah. projected to lose all of them. And then the PAC 12 kicked off and now I'm in four title games. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Sean steak. Uh, Packers getting their shit kicked in on primetime was pretty good. That was good. Yeah. I was actually watching it with uh, my best friend who's a Packer fan, and he kicked me out after the first quarter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got annihilated. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was fun. Mm. Ooh. Damn. Yep. So my stake, uh, it's a twofer uh, that I made playoffs in Scott Fishbowl, which uh, last year I did atrocious, so this year I, I uh, tied for first uh, in my division. And then um, just the Lamar Jackson clinic that he put on against uh, the Rams. Yeah, that, that was, was that was pretty sweet. That was cool. Yep. All right. Time to toss some salads. Man, so this one's obvious. It's the Cowboys uh, against the Patriots. I mean, I, I knew this wasn't going to go well, but to lose by only four and to miss one, maybe two field goals, uh, I, I didn't get to catch all the game due to work shenanigans. Uh, not great. I kind of wish we just got blown away, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Yeah. I'm going to jump in here before Sean and just say my salad is the Redskins. Really? Mm. I don't know. That that was almost my stake. Better better draft pick, yeah. I need him to lose out, man. Just lose out. Just call it. Yeah, that was just I I got it from Dolphin fans uh mm. today at work. Ouch. Oh yeah. 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 It's gotta feel good. Be yeah. like, just wait till we have a better draft pick than you. Yeah. We yeah. both still suck at the end of the year. Well, uh, what was your salad, Sean? Uh not getting to see a lot of football this week because I was packing, getting everything cleaned up, taking care of all the stuff I had to do, you know, around the place before I got out of town for a week, make sure everything's good to go and bills are paid and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, I didn't get to watch a whole lot of football on Sunday and then I was traveling Monday. So I missed the game last night. Mm. Yep. That sucks. Alrighty. So let's go into our week in review. Uh, this is where we, Choose a player or players that overproduced, met expectations, or underproduced. Uh, Johnny, you want to kick it off with over? Sure. Uh, overproduced this week, Eric Reed. Um, man, he's been hot lately. Like, seriously. Last month or so, he's on fire. Jayon Brown, in his first week back after a small injury, went absolutely batshit. And Justin Simmons had a nice week as well. Sean, overproduced. 
Uh, do Nate first. Okay. Sure. Okay. Um, all right. So overproduced for me was Matt Milano. Uh, three pass defense, five solo, and one tackle for a loss. Good game out of him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I needed it in the league that I had him. It was a deep league. Nice. Yeah. So for me, overproduced, uh, I think uh, Chris Godwin going for mm. 184 yards and two touchdowns is probably a little overproduced. Yeah, that was that was wild. Definitely. Uh, All righty. Met expectations. Demarcus Lawrence, uh, Matt, his projection, Jonathan Allen, and Matt Ioannidis, uh, who have been a great tandem for uh, Redskins' waiver wire defensive line this year. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I'll go again. Uh, Matt expectations, Corey Littleton with five solo and seven assists. A good bounce back from last week. Yeah, definitely. And... All right, I'm going to be honest. I tried to make it through this. I thought this was one of the segments we're getting cut and uh i have none of the stats in front of me so i got nothing that's fine uh odell beckham met projection there you go all right sounds good <laughs> it's fine uh underproduced um roquan smith had a shitty game damon harrison had a shitty game ronnie harrison had a shitty game and for me i had snacks at one solo tackle so shitty game and sean can say dak prescott dak prescott <laughs> done <laughs> there we go all right uh let's bring it home with some shotgun waivers real quick uh john john yeah you want to read them to me exciting yep. rashad penny uh yeah pick him up anytime you can get a running back that could potentially take the lead job take him all right benny schnell uh if james connor is not going to be healthy then you want him if he is going to be healthy you don't Okay, Jonathan Williams Colts. Uh yeah, he's already taken almost in all your leagues because it was between him and Wilkins and uh I was wrong on that. I thought it was going to be Wilkins and then they held Wilkins out another week. So Yeah, I, I bet against you on that and it worked out. I, I went Well, okay, I did Jonathan say Williams. that if if Jonathan or if Jordan Wilkins was not healthy, then Jonathan Williams was the guy you wanted and they did not play him. So, yeah. Yep. Uh Chris Conley Jags uh probably okay without him all right jack doyle colts we talked about yep pick him up uh daryl williams chiefs uh you're probably okay andy dalton the red rifle absolutely not unless it's super flex yep okay um do you think that uh, i mean obviously it's gonna help uh tyler boyd and all the other stuff right yeah it's gonna help everybody over there um I don't know that anybody other than Boyd you want to be playing at the moment, but um, it should help everybody, and then he'll be gone at the end of the year and be the Chicago Bears' next quarterback. Perfect. Uh, Mike Gusecki, Dolphins. Uh, I think there's upside there, but I think it's been too inconsistent for you to really trust on a regular basis. David and Joker returning from IR. Uh, yes, I'm in on that. Nikhil Harry in the Patriots banged up wide receiver core. Uh, yeah, I'm not an Nikhil Harry fan, but I'm interested definitely in the production at the moment. Um, I still think there's going to be a lot of growing pains there, but um, he's in a position to have decent volume. Okay, AJ Brown Titans. Yes, Miles Gaskin saw some snaps. He saw some snaps. Um, 
not enough to make me think that they're going to give him any sort of run, though. Uh, I'm still hoping they will, but I'm not confident in it. Okay. Chase Edmonds. Yeah. I mean, as a handcuff, I guess, I still think that there are better options at running back than what you're going with with Chase Edmonds. Mm-hmm. Gus Edwards, Ravens. No. Devlin Hodges. Superflex. Bo Scarborough. Mm. Non PPR, yes. PPR, probably not. Uh, he's going to get most of the rushing work. I don't know how he's going to factor into the receiving game, and he hasn't factored in really at all so far. How do you think he does this week against the Bears? I uh, wouldn't count on it. Mm. I'm guess. I, I think his stat line is probably going to be somewhere around the range of like. 60 to 100 yards on any given week, um, which makes him touchdown dependent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I don't think he's going to catch many balls out of the backfield. Yep. All righty. That, that, was, that was all the new ones or semi-new ones. Um, yeah. Defensive waivers, not a whole bunch new. Brennan Scarlett starting to look a lot better. Linebacker Texans, 79% of snaps this week. Clayton Gathers, while Kahari Willis is out, 76% of snaps this week. Nice production. Nick Kwiatkowski was up to 95% of snaps this week, replacing Danny Trevithan. Devin Bush felt the 61% of snaps. That's not great. Um, so buyer beware. Chad Thomas is our new messiah with Miles Garrett and Olivier Vernon gone. He actually had a really nice week. Played 68% of snaps. Vince Beagle, Dolphins, 91% of snaps. Actually starting to put up some numbers. Uh what I thought was going to happen happened. Nathan Gary's snaps fell to 54% with Nigel Bradham returning at 100%. So watch out for that. Uh, Najee Good is out. Quincy Williams is in. Uh, Sean Lee, 68% of snaps with Leighton Vander Eschmeinscheiser out okey this week. Dokey. Yep, okie dokie. And Dre Greenlaw actually outsnapped Fred Warner this week, 92% of snaps, and that's about it. Brought to you by a special partnership with StatementGames.com, a DFS-style game centered around Vegas betting. Join us playing this free game that allows you to rank statements by confidence to win coins. Coins can be exchanged for gift cards, but don't forget to spin the wheel for more free coins each day. This season, the IDP guys will be partnering for the Sunday night game contest and giving away gear to the tournament winner. Johnny will be highlighting his top three statements each week for this tournament and keeping track how he does each week. So, Johnny the Greek, how did you do last Sunday? I actually finished in second place. Hey! Yeah, I got like 45 coins, I think. Nice. There you go. Yeah, pretty sweet. Figuring it out, huh? Figuring it out. So, this week, the Sunday night game is another good one. They they keep, like, flexing really good games. And at the end of the year here, I like it. Uh, Patriots at Texans. That's going to be a good one, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, anyone that's watched the Patriots play the Texans the last Christ knows how many years knows exactly how this is going to go. So number one most confident statement is Patriots win by over 3.5 points. That's pretty much guaranteed. Um, New England defense over 2.5 turnovers. Yeah. Yeah, this is not going to be a good day for Mr. Watson. And New England defense over 4.5 sacks. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's going to be a bloodbath, unfortunately. 
Nice. I mean, do you guys hold out any hope for the Texans that game? No. Yep. Yeah, no, I think that's gonna be that's gonna be it it's never good because every year we're like, well, there's Deshaun Watson and there's JJ Watt and they got Hopkins and they got a chance and then they don't. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh so if you are interested in playing with us on statement games, uh go to idpguys.org. There's a banner at the top uh for that links you right into statementgames.com. Uh, it's a one-click login. Use your Google password or your Facebook. You get right in, and then that takes you into the lobby where you can choose our uh, Sunday night matchup contest uh, tournament. Get in there. You can play as many times as you want after each contest fills up. Um, you get 60 free coins. And a tournament winner gets some free gear. So, uh, again, idpguys.org. Click that banner and join us to play on Statement Games. So, Johnny, you want to wrap up Johnny the Greek? Sure. We nailed both of them this week. It was Seahawks plus one and a half at Eagles in the absolute lock of the fucking century. Um, They didn't need the point and a half. Um, And then Ravens minus three and a half at the Rams. That one was fine, too. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this week, um, Sean's not going to like this one, but I got Packers minus seven at Giants. I think they bounce back and crush the Giants. Uh, yep. Yeah, I mean, I know you don't want the Packers to win, but this is obvious. Um, and Patriots minus three and a half of the Texans. They're going to murder the Texans on national television. Yeah. All righty. So make sure you're following us on Twitter at IDP guys. Individually, I'm at Nate Cheat. John is at orangeman3142 and Sean is at lanny1925. Subscribe to the show. Go to idpguys.org. On the sidebar on the right, uh, there is links to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and a RSS feed for the podcatcher of your choice. While you're there, subscribe to our premium content. Uh, for a dollar a month, you get access to uh, our Slack channel for personalized questions. Um, you, there's a... Uh, trade calculator, start sit charts, rankings, weekly rankings for reja- redraft. Um, we're we're going to be bringing back ADP in after the season's done. Um, just uh, we got a lot of great stuff and we are revamping it in the off season to make it even better. Uh, also, our YouTube channel, Writer Digest Network, R E I T E R. Uh, go there, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're going to be putting a ton of great shows on there. We've got uh, F3 pod um, that's on there. Now we've got our start sit sh- show on Sundays. Uh, just, just great content coming. Uh, also, if you're looking for uh, a good fantasy football t-shirt, my fantasy football shirt.com. Uh, we launched this a couple months ago. Great shirts, great products. Uh, and if you're looking for some custom designs, hit us up. We've got options for that, as well as partnerships with other uh, podcasts and websites. So with that, uh, thanks, everyone, for joining us. Thank you for being here, Sean. And hope you guys all have a great Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Protect Baby Yoda. Protect Baby Yoda.